It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. We like that. You like that. I just said that we liked it. You like that. Oh man, old Kirky boy, the Kirkmeister on national TV last night. I've, I have a couple questions for you guys, Kirk related. We will get a stud stable from the most passionate Vikings fan we know, Randy Vikes 69 on Twitter. That's Randy and Cadge Grove. We'll have Judd guess the PFF grades, and we have a pigskin pecking order. So a jam-packed Tuesday here on Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, where we just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Declan, tell the audience about a great place. If they love golfing, food, and drinks, is there like one place they could go to all those things? Yeah, you know, I, I used to pay rent in the North Loop. I don't know why I just don't actually pay rent at 3, Jack. I should just hit up Lucy. Hey, can you I just sleep in a bay? Can I, I'll, I'll, I'll get my golf swings in. I will live off loaded nachos. I'll live off some great beverage. I mean, what more could I possibly need there uh, for my friends at Three Jack? You can reserve a bay, obviously, with the, you know, golf season now winded down in Minnesota. You still want to get those swings in. You no, know, don't put those clubs in the closet for the next four months. Go to Three Jack and, of course, uh, load up on the loaded nachos. You mentioned Purple Daily. They'll give you a free pint with any menu purchase item, plus a great oh, yeah. gathering, too, with all the family and friends coming into town. You're trying to figure out where you want to go. You can go to 3Jack, and you can uh, book a, a group from 12 to up to 200 people at 3Jack. So go to 3Jack and 3Jack.com to learn more. Mm. Also, a shout-out to our friends over at Federated Mutual Insurance Company, Federated helping businesses maximize their success. It's like having a great offensive line for your business. They specialize in risk management, in protection, okay? You want to be able to drop back as a business owner, survey the landscape, and know that you've got an insurance company that's protecting you from risks, that has 100 years of experience dating back to 1904. Federated is one of us, so to speak. They're based in Owatonna, Minnesota. And you can find out how they can help your business, especially if you're a next-generation business leader or business owner. Maybe you're taking over a company from your family lineage. Uh, Federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. So Kirk Kirk was on... Last night with his Coles cash chain, he's on with the Mannings, he's breaking the game down. I think, if nothing else, Kirk Cousins made himself, if he wants to, about $20 million a year as a color commentator broadcaster in the future. I would watch Kirk Cousins on a three-hour football game with glee after last night. I think he would be great as an NFL analyst. 
He was good. He was really uh, – and, and again, part of it is I think the fact he's a current player helps a ton because yeah. he talks – because those guys always talk so – and they should if they're articulate, which Kirk is for sure. They talk so um, in-depth about things that are are relevant. Like they are it, – it goes back to, you know, when – Romo started and was literally like guessing plays. He wasn't guessing. He sort of knew, right? Oh, Jim, I, like Jim, I don't think they're gonna run, but but then Jim, he'd be right. Jim, 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 I don't know. Kirk, you know, I mean, Kirk is Kirk is saying they they've got to do, you know, that the Titans should hand the ball to this guy, and then sure enough, they do. I thought Kirk was great, and here's the thing that I really liked, and it made the Manning cast a lot of fun. Having three quarterbacks just sort of spitball things around. I thought was good. And the thing I'll give Kirk is he's not afraid to jump in. So like he was really yeah. good. He he didn't like wait for, for them to necessarily always ask him questions. He jumped in too. So yes. like it, it was almost like being a fly on the wall with three guys who know a ton, which I thought was great. I learned, I'm sure no, no offense to our guy, uh, Joe Buck. I learned way more watching that then you certainly do your traditional television broadcast. Yeah. You know, I think he ranks like, I haven't seen all the Manning casts over what, two or three years, but Kirk probably ranks top three to top five in just best guess. If you're looking for someone that can play along, that's pretty funny, but also I, these are close games. I want to break down the games too. Right. Russell exactly. Wilson came on as one of their first guests, like back a year or two. I think it was like two years ago. Two years ago. You're right. And they were like, it was a Ravens Raiders game or something. And they were breaking down. They were literally like spike, spike, spike. It was, it was as if they were at the line of scrimmage and they were yeah. ripping the opposing coaches and stuff. So I thought it was, I thought it was great. Do you guys, here's my next question for you. Do you find yourselves? We are the number one Kirk criticizers here, right? Purple Daily. You guys are Kirk haters, which has always been unfair. I think when when players deserve criticism, we criticize uh, when when players take up twenty percent of the salary cap and the expectation when they're brought in is to win a Had Super Bowl. We up. criticize a little bit more. Okay. Had to bring it up. With that as a backdrop, the Vikings barely scored three points last week. They lost at home to the Bears because they couldn't score. They're going through backup quarterbacks, you know. This isn't exactly how you would have, uh, you know, drawn up a perfect plan to succeed Kirk Cousins. I don't think anyone was sitting here saying, move off Kirk and get into a roller coaster of backup quarterback play, right? But do you kind of miss him? Do you kind of miss Kirk Cousins? So guess what I did after I saw this prep uh, that you sent over in an email? I wanted to go back. Did you pen and, a letter? Did you pen a handwritten letter to Kirk? No, I, that would be back. even worse. I, I, no, no, no chance I could, I could do a handwritten letter. I wanted to know, what are teams' records going into Week 15 with Kirk Cousins as their starting quarterback? So I went back the last seven years and looked at his record, or his team's record, with him as the starting quarterback going into Week 15. Okay. Last year, obviously, the Vikings were really good. They, they were 10-3. and three. So they were 10-3 and three in 2022, heading in to Week 15. Year before that, 6-7. and seven. Year before that, 6-7. and seven. 2019, 9-4. and 2018, 6-6-1. There was a tie in there, if you remember, against the Packers. In Washington in 2017, 5-8. In 2016, 7-5-1. In 2015, six and seven. That means Kirk Cousins led teams heading into week 15 have a 54 win percentage. If you take the two ties, two ties actually equals one win. A tie in winning percentage is a half a win. So you put two ties in there, it actually equals one win in the winning percentage. Stat. Well, it's also a half a loss, isn't it? I, yes. I was told half win, half a loss. Half win, half a loss, but, but regardless. Let's 50, just put the ties in the tie bin. You can do that too. 57. I don't 40, think he gets credit for it. If you tie 10 times, do you get five Declan, wins? Declan, you trying to do this math is very impressive. <laughs> I would never would have tried to this one. Let's move the ties out. He doesn't get credit for a full win on two ties. So I'm make an executive decision. 55, <laughs> 47, and two is his record. We'll just go with that, okay? We'll, 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 we'll mm-hmm. factor out the winning percentage. 50, 55, 47, and two. If you remove the outlier, I'm going to call the outlier of last year with Kevin O'Connell's a 10 and three record. He is 45, 44, and two. The Vikings are seven and six. 
These are the kind of teams that Kirk Cousins always ha- always ends up being around Week 15. Is Kirk Cousins far and away better than Nick Mullins? And do I feel better about the Vikings' offense with Kirk Cousins at the helm? Yes, I do. But also, Kirk Cousins has a history of being seven and six around Week 15 on the teams that he is quarterbacking. Well, he he's all yeah. He has always been a, a gravitational pull, whether it's a hundred percent his you know his existence that brings a team to fight. But yeah, he, until last year. And that's the thing he, I think his record was exactly 500 or like a game above 500 for his career going into the Kevin O'Connell era. And then they, they, they break out with eight fourth quarter comebacks and they win the 13 games. And, and so now for his career, he's like 10 games over 500 or whatever it is. Um, so you're saying, what are you saying you miss him or you don't miss him? I don't miss him because this is exactly where the Vikings would, in my opinion, be. If they had him, they'd be seven and six because history says with Kirk Cousins, this is exactly where you are. So, no, I, I do not miss him. Wow, that's harsh. I feel like that's harsh. Judd, do you, do you miss him? Do you miss Kirk? I do miss him. I do miss him. And here's why. Because De- Declan's uh, research is, is great. And like we've talked about this before. And yes, he has been traditionally until 2023 a gravitational or 2022 a gravitational pull towards 500. But here's why I miss him. You know what? I like Simon and Garfunkel as soloists. I think that that they're good. But you know when I really like them together as a duo, and that's why and that's why the uh, a forced breakup of Cousins and O'Connell. I missed that Kirk because I I think that the Vikings would be in far better shape for a second consecutive year. Because I think what we've seen, and this is not this is not a discredit of Kirk, and it's actually not a big pat on the back. But I think what we've seen is that Kirk Cousins, with the infrastructure correct around him and a head coach who really caters to him, which O'Connell tries to, was a, was a successful duo. And look, Kirk Cousins, a year ago, you guys, a guy who we always rightfully so criticized for not really ha- having a clutch gene, Brought this team back in the fourth quarter eight times. Yeah. Three times, four times is nice. And yes, yes, he started this in 2021. But you know what? Eight times, I don't think is a fluke. There are certain things about 2022 that were fluky, okay? I think when you have a quarterback bring you back eight times, that's a credit to the quarterback and whoever is helping him, which in this case is O'Connell. So I'm with Declan. Pre-2022, I wouldn't miss Kirk right now. In fact, I'd say, yeah, is Kirk, you know, I mean, is Kirk going to play great? Sure. But I'm, I miss this Simon and Garfunkel-esque Cousins and O'Connell duo together because I think they had something. And I don't even know, like, I'm, you know, we, we can get, get into, well, does that mean that they should resign Kirk and keep this together? And we can talk about age and the Achilles and all that. But, yes, you're asking me right now, do I miss Kirk? Yes, I do. Yeah, I Okay, I understand where Declan was going with the math exercise, which is like, hey, yeah. for the large sample size, Kirk's teams are a gravitational pull toward 500. It's funny, that's where the, even with him only playing half the season, that's kind of where this team wound up to. But to me, the, the history has less to do with it than the point in time that we are at right now. If the goal is to make a run, there's only like maybe three to four somewhat dominant teams in the end of I mean, the Niners are dominant. The Cowboys look like they're dominant. The Eagles are not a dominant team. The Eagles are in all these close games. They just got waxed by both the aforementioned teams. Yeah. And then you got the Ravens who are in a lot of close games on the other side of the conference. So I'm not saying the Vikings would be Super Bowl contenders right now, but I would really be curious to see Kirk Cousins try to make up for what didn't happen in 2018 and 19, specifically 2018. Because everybody who has defended his sort of... uh, mid-career with the Vikings. Like, the Vikings as a team have, they've been to the playoffs twice with him as the starting quarterback. They have one playoff win. And the defense is always, somewhat justifiably, but look at the defenses, right? Because the defense has really eroded the last, like, three years. The last two years of Zimmer and then the first year with Ed Donatel. Terrible defenses. But when he took over, the agreement was, in 2018, Kirk Cousins is going to be the starting quarterback that puts the Vikings over the top because they have the best defense in the NFL going into 2000. And they still had, by all measurements, like a top five defense. It didn't drop off that much from 2017. And they missed the playoffs because he wasn't ready. Well, but the offensive coordinator, but this and that. 
he wasn't ready to take that team to the next level. And there were some things that could have been better around him. Things are much better around him now. He is more ready now than he was five years ago, six years ago. And the Vikings have a top five defense again for the first time since he signed in 2018. And because it's the Vikings, and of course we can never have nice things all across the board, the minute that they get a top five defense back, they're cycling through backup quarterbacks again. And Justin Jefferson's well, you know, dealing yeah. with another injury. So I would love to run that thing back. Hey, bring in healthy Kirk again with a top five defense. All right, let's see if you can sort of make up for what didn't happen in 2018. But we're not going to get to see that. And there's no guarantee that if he comes back as Vikings quarterback at age 36 post Achilles, there's no guarantee that he's going to be the same guy in 2024. And there's no guarantee Brian Flores is still around as the defensive coordinator. And there's no guarantee that your defense is still top five. So from that standpoint, kind of sucks. Well, yeah. It's unfortunate. That's why the shame of this, though, is that we don't get to see with a defense that the Vikings got right in large part because they just hired the right guy a year after hiring the exact wrong guy that we don't get to see the O'Connell cousins team. Cause I really think that's the key thing here. Yeah. I think you could make a case that every OC previously, some hurt Kirk, some tried to help Kirk, but I don't think anybody catered the offense to Kirk like Kevin did. And you know what? Credit to Kevin credit to Kirk. But when you look at what Kirk did with Kevin O'Connell, There's no mistaking the fact that there was a jump there. And I think that the jump was predicated on the fact that you had a guy who knew exactly what to do, you know, to go back to what I said day one. And I didn't mean this as an insult, but it's a puppet master. Like Mm -hmm. he literally took Kirk because Kirk's got a ton of talent. That's the thing about it. That's the, the, the hidden reason. And I don't think we talk about this a ton. Why I think there's a frustration from like this show and a lot of fans with Kirk is because you're not looking at this, like, talentless dude who it's like, wow, this was all sort of a fluke, right? Like, you look at certain attributes, and you're like, oh, my God. And and then to, to go back to to go back to 18, which is, I'm with you. Like, that's the poster child of that was what went wrong. That was the year. But what happened? They went out and got John DeFilippo from Philadelphia, who had been the quarterback's coach. And his intent was, I'm going to come in and run this like I have a star quarterback. Like yeah, I'm but, just but, gonna... but the Vikings signed what they thought was a star quarterback. I know, but that's the point. Kirk now, gets paid I'm like with, a star quarterback. Phil, I'm Kirk with you. carries himself like a star quarterback. I'm with you, but what I'm saying is now you've landed, now you finally landed on, okay, here's what Kirk can do well. And you've got that guy. And then to your point, you got the defense now. Yeah. And so, yes, I miss in 2023, soon to be 24, I'm willing to sit here and say, I miss Kirk. Yeah, I I would love, I'll say it again, I would love to see this forward in the last year of his contract, healthy with a top five defense, just to put that entire argument to bed once and for all. Well, wait till you give him a top five defense. Well, here it is, and he can't play. Josh Dobbs. <laughs> so it's it's it, people are going to be arguing in perpetuity about if only Kirk would have had this, if only Kirk would have had that. In the last month of the season, we could have put this to bed, and instead, here we are. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, All right, let's get to the most passionate Vikings fan we know. His name is Randy in Cottage Grove. You can follow him on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it these days. Uh, Randy Vikes 69. Hey, a 3-0 victory, Randy. Pretty impressive in some ways. It's what we we call a signature win. 
uh, that that uh, that game was uh, there was it was a domination uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, well, I mean, it was a, a defensive domination. Yeah, I guess for sure. There was a what they uh, what a lot of time what they say on the, the, the NFL Network is an instant classic. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to be running that one back on a holiday yeah, NFL what, Network. I, well, I watched qualifies? it three times since, uh, regular speed. You've watched that game back three times in the last How can you not? two days. If you don't, if you don't like a game like that, you don't like football. That was a that was a old school, you know, pound them, rock them, sock them. That's that's exactly that's that's the kind of game that gets real football guys snug. Well, John, you're a real football guy. Are you? Yeah. You feel snug after watching that game? I hope you've had twelve packs each time that that you've gone back and watched the game just to have uh, just to have that little buzz going throughout, Randy. Uh, first of all, I would, the way I go is with a kegerator. It's much more economical. Yep, that's smart. Uh, but My but uh, also, Jeff, I don't know if you know, uh, the win is a win, is what they say, mm-hmm. and then and that that was a W. That was in in a tough place to play. Against a dynamic offense, the the Las Vegas uh, Raiders. It is a tough place to play when, you know, 60% of the fans are doing skull chants loudly. It's hard to operate as the Vikings offensively when, like, the fans are just skull chanting for three hours on the road like that. You know, a lot of the players uh, might f- f- also about Las Vegas. One thing you need to know is it's a sort of place you can have a little bit of fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they oh. call it Sin City. And, okay. and a lot of the guys might have been out, you know, having a – you know who knows you know uh, who knows just you think they're breaking i mean if they're breaking curfew i think we need to have a conversation about kevin o'connell being a little too player friendly then well he's a guy you know a good looking guy too maybe he might have found his way to a club and then there's no (laughs) free country he's happily happily married with like four kids right randy you can be married with kids and still have fun in Vegas. vegas okay I, when I, I was uh, when I was married, we took several trips to Las Vegas, uh, okay. me and the guys, and just leave it at that. Maybe that's why you're single now. Uh, well, you want to get to a stable here? I'm assuming that uh, the stud stable is jam packed with offensive players. After there, there, there are there are a lot of guys made nice contributions. Sure, let let's uh, let's. I mean, this is the Packers lost. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better weekend. Uh, no, I mean the other yeah, the Packer. We got some Packer vent line coming up here too after after we're done with Randy that you're going to want to hear. But uh, yeah, the Vikings are still in in playoff position. This is the Week 14 stud stable from Randy in Cottage Grove. Randy Vikes 69. Take it away, sir. Uh, a lot of th- okay, school. A lot of times uh, people like to yes. like to like to go with the thing the peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what what I saw uh, Sunday. What I saw is a defense that takes no prisoners, none. Uh, uh, they, they go in and uh, they they wiped they wiped out the Raiders and they did it uh, pretty methodically. Uh, I, I I was sort of hoping, you know, <laughs> I was sort of hoping for a strip sack to, to to end the game just to really put the put the emphasis uh, the exclamation point on that one. But we'll take a field goal. So number one stud, a guy they call it Greg the Leg. Greg Josephs, you've, uh, you 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 really earned it this week. You 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 scored the in fact the only points. Uh, there could have been more points. We didn't need more points. Greg, you did it. You were the offense. And Greg Josephs, you're a stud. Such did you see that pooch dude. punt oh. though? That he just decided to pooch right down the middle of the field instead of uh, coffin corner it. Excuse me. Nothing. Go ahead. Uh, uh, five, five, following up. Uh, I'm sorry for the delay there. Following up, uh, Greg Josephs. Uh, we we do have a, a guy who another guy who just on offense is just starting to look like what they call a tough customer, yeah. and, and this is a this is a guy who you know he only played a little bit of that game, but I th- I think you're gonna like what I think you're gonna like what you see uh, going forward uh, from uh, from from the, uh, the 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 likes of a of a guy like Josh Dobbs. He he he. They pulled him just to get him a little breather. What? Get him, what? Get him a blow. Excuse me. They pulled him to get him a blow get him a breather, kind of wrap his head around. But when he had to roll out, when he had to do it with his legs, he, he's just a weapon. And even if he has to play backup uh, this week, he's ready. It's it's really a nice luxury to know that you've got a guy who can come in at a moment's notice and provide that spark. So, Josh, don't get down on yourself. T- take a peek in the mirror, and you're going to see a guy who's a – they call him the pastor guy, and that's you. 
Uh, yeah. And so, Josh, you, you're, you're, excuse me, Josh, you're ready. Uh, you're pri- you're primed, and 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 you you have not played your last uh, snaps for this team. I can I can tell you that right now. That Josh, sounds Josh, like a that sounds like a threat more than it sounds like analysis. Did you Josh, watch the whole yeah. game? Josh Dobbs, you're, you're, yes, I did, Jeff. Josh Dobbs, you're a stud. Boy, and I mean, I, I mean, that's yeah. He, I mean, he was probably the worst quarterback performance, and that says something after that Excuse Bears me. game. One too. of the functions of the stable is to pump guys up. I don't know if you guys were aware of that, but they, yeah. it, it's it's, yeah, mean, it's meaningful. It's meaningful for uh, for some of these guys to to hear that. Hear their, it's like the same way KOC does his game ball. Uh, so here, here, here's a here's a guy. Here's a by the way, well, even KOC didn't give a game ball to the offensive. Players, he ignored the offense for reference. Okay, and he, here's a here's a guy who is on the here's defense uh, and who is what they say what they call a, a, a UDFA, uh, and then that's uh, Edgar Pace Jr. Edgar, you you came out there. Uh, is that his real week. name? Excuse me, Edgar. You came out. It's you came out there. It's Ivan. You came out there this week, and you 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 put a lot of people on notice that 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 couple of things. Number one, Quezzy knows how to find as they call diamonds in the rough, and and you you came came with a just an authority. You came with an authority and, and a will a will to win, and mm-hmm. and and you did get a game ball from KOC. You're going to get one here too because Edgar Pace Jr. You're a stud. And finally, do you want to tell? Him? So no, it's fine. Finally, I I, I did happen to watch the as they called it the Mannings cast last night, and I saw that uh, Kirkle uh, apparently is well enough to be doing television. Uh, you know, so figure that out, get limber it up, loosen it up. There's still a possibility he could he could he, you know I'd like to think there's a possibility he could still get out there. But if he doesn't, this offense, you know, probably as you as you implied, is is going to need a little little bit of a spark, and that was going to be JJ, and and then he took as what they call a stinger, uh, and and he went he he went a contusion. Well, Justin, I, I'm I'm going to be one of the guys who says that you are going to come back, and you are going to you are going to play this weekend, and you're going to play your ass off, and, and you're gonna you're gonna help us down the stretch because you are one of the best in the biz. You are one of the best in the biz. As they say, a, a WR1. So Justin Jefferson, hmm. even though he only had a couple of catches, maybe you know, 15, 16 yards, I, I, I'm going to say you, to get out there and put it on yourself and even go to the hospital for this team, you've got that moxie. You've got that, that co- those cojones. Yeah. And, and this weekend, Justin Jefferson, Football. you're going to be a stud. Yeah, there it is. The stud stable. Z Edgar. Is he there? To, he's no, gone. He just he just gone. leaves. He doesn't even really leave room to converse about the stable. He just pieces out. And you're, I thought okay, is, is like Ivan his. Yeah, I had to look up too. Just to, his middle name or something, and it's like Edgar Ivan Pace. No, it's not. It's just Ivan. There's no Edgar. Edgar. Yeah, he's a junior. Do you think his is his dad's name Edgar? Well, his dad has to be I, Ivan. Oh, it'd be Ivan Pace Senior. Uh, yeah, right? I yeah. think Randy just has it completely wrong, and we didn't really have. Time That's to so random. I was here. considered to be a junior, but my mom grew up with another junior in her house, and she didn't want to have to go through that again in her adult life. I was almost Steve Junior. Oh, mm-hmm. I was so almost a junior. Oh. Are, are you Declan Steve then? No, I'm Declan Robert, uh, named after my uncle. But um, oh, okay. But I and I also have no. My fiance teases me too. Like, would you would you have a Declan Junior? Like, no, I want to be the only Declan in my house. Like, I don't want to hear two Declans being yelled at for the same I don't thing. Blame you. So that's yeah, also another yeah. good reasoning. In my I opinion. feel like Declan, when I, when I first met you, I was like, Declan, that's like when you ran the board for our old radio show, like mm-hmm. seven years ago, I was like, Declan, I've never heard that name. I feel like there's a million Declans out it's, there. It's uh, the, I call it's it the, a very popular name. Yeah, the rise of the Declans is finally upon us. We're, we're getting there. Elvis Costello, Judd, Elvis Costello. Mm-hmm. Oh, love Elvis. Yeah. Real name. Declan McManus. Oh, really? It's a stage okay. name. Yeah. Declan McManus is a real name. I know that. Mm-hmm. I did not know love. Love. I, I can't believe we were able to tie in Simon and Garfunkel and Elvis Costello into the same Purple Daily episode. In the same, well, it's Simon amazing, and Garfunkel. Man. You know, uh, Cody is another pretty yeah. common name. Cody Finch, however, I think when you put those two together, you know what you're getting. You're getting some. You're getting a great van that roams around the Twin Cities, just helping people. Yep. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, that's right. Cody Finch, uh, Finch Home. Solutions. They uh, they are going to come to your house if you have any electrical issues. They are going to solve the problem. They are going to fix it. And guess what? 
courteous, professional, and quick. I can't say enough good things about Finch. They have been to my home to do a couple projects. Uh, They were absolutely outstanding. You know, this isn't a DIY world here, folks. This is a world where you want to protect the electronics in your house because that's protecting you and your family. They have 24-7 emergency service. Give them a call, 612-357-2604, 612-357-2604, or go, go to their newly redesigned website, finchhomesolutions.com, finchhomesolutions.com. You, you can actually, if you are in need of a project, big or small, go to that site, uh, and they will come out and fix whatever ails the electronics in your home. Make sure that if you do make that call or go to a site, though, that it's Finch Home Solutions. Cody and his team are outstanding. Uh, also, a shout-out to uh, Sound Story here. So this uh, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks, and it could be the perfect holiday gift for you. If you're looking at your watch or your calendar, you're like, oh, my gosh, I haven't even started holiday Christmas shopping yet. This could be an incredible gift of a lifetime or multiple generations. Here's how Sound Story works. Think of it like a podcast in which the guest is one of the most important people in your life, your grandpa, grandma, mom, dad, whoever, telling their life story, childhood memories, career accomplishments, when they met their spouse for the first time, captured and recorded in a studio with a professional interviewer guiding the conversation. I am one of those professional interviewers at mysoundstory.com in the Minneapolis-St. Paul section. It starts at $3.99 at mysoundstory.com. 10% off gift certificates at mysoundstory.com with the promo code PURPLE. That's promo code PURPLE at mysoundstory.com. I would love to be the one that helps tell the story of someone in your uh, your life. So go to mysoundstory.com for you, for them, forever. Okay, boys. You know, it's uh, it's always tough when the Vikings lose. They didn't lose, but it kind of felt like a loss in some ways. Just people felt dirty. People that went to the game were like, what did I just sit through for three hours? nothing a lot of airfare too man that was that's i'm sure the trip was a lot of fun outside of the football game but that was an expensive investment for three points yeah so you're shelling out a lot of money you feel kind of dirty as a vikings fan until you watch monday night football last night and you get to cleanse that dirty feeling by watching the green bay packers lose to the lowly new york giants and tommy devito we bring to you packer vent line courtesy of espn milwaukee This was a game that Green Bay could have taken a lot from if they win 22-21. But in a big boy business, you have to figure out ways to win these games. That's why they're a young football team. I still believe a playoff team, but this loss stings. It stings badly, and it stings for a lot of reasons. But it stings mostly because I was hoping that this young team was going to show growth and find a way to win a game that they didn't play its best. It just tells you that this team still has a ways to go. Savage. Mark Hauscher. Go, Pat, go! It's really sad vibes there. Yeah, still a playoff team. Eh, borderline. They thought they were going to run the table, though, I feel like. They're like, oh, oh the I Giants, think... the oh, Vikings. Yeah. Oh, I go. think you're right. I think yeah. you're exactly right. And now they're coping. It's not just that they lost, it's the manner in which they lost with that amount of time. Tommy DeVito has never done that and will never do that again other than when they show his high school highlights. That's the guy they beat. Oh, they didn't even have college. Granted, it was the same stadium. I don't know what even... How do you make Tommy DeVito look that good? Granted, the most of the game, he did what he does best, run. Four plays, five, seven, nine, and 32 yards. It's not possible to be that bad. I love the stand-up. Like, literally, I, I, I love the standing up. Homer. That is so great. He's absolutely. Ab- no, no, no. He's Get fired Homer. up. Homer. And he'll never do it again. Who knows? Tommy DeVito, what, what if he's for real? Well, if he's, he's for real he's for- in that they're winning more games I know. than they were with Daniel Jones, right? I know. I mean, I know. And don't forget, in the uh, 2022 college football season, Tommy DeVito and the Illini beat our Gophers. Yeah. Tommy he DeVito. transferred from Syracuse That's to right. Illinois for a year, and he beat the Gophers. Roll the boat. Amazing. Sky Yuma, go Gophers. Go, Pat, go! Well, 
got 25 first-round picks on that defense. He's awful. We will never be a competitor for a Super Bowl with Joe Barry running our defense. And by the way, is Bisaccio worse on special teams? Mm. I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't I, know I, if I, Rich Bisaccio is the one who muffed the punt, fell on the ball, and hey, then decided hey, to who, get up and had, run with it. Who, who had Nixon out there returning it instead of Reed? Who made that call? Okay, whoa, 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 hold on, Jason. You're going to tell me that you're going to bitch and moan about an all-pro kick returner back to receive a punt? He, he was Last a, he year was he was. Kick returner, not a punt returner, kick returner. He's not as good in the punt game. The bottom line is this team will never win with Joe Barry as the defense coordinator. I love it. Fire, fire coordinators. Just kick returner. Get his ass out of here. Teams. It's a Monday night. They're all liquored up. It, oh, that's so good. Oh my gosh! Uh, I got one. I got one more for you here. How are Packer fans coping here across the border after an embarrassing loss to the Giants? Go Pack! Go! Like, let's not forget that too. That's all I'm saying. I agree, Rip but, Joe but Barry all you want. The great team. But let's find a way to win games that they're going to lose. They have the game. We're not a great a team. Well, we're six and six. <laughs> we're not a great team. <laughs> Okay, so even average teams, you have to find a way to win. They did all the things, but wrong, you're not. You're, and they caught. You're a team, tri- Homer. <laughs> oh God, I love it. So is that Tausch? That's Tausch. Yeah, you can Tausch. Tausch is in the. You can hear him through wherever he is. All right. Homer is the one standing. Yes. And then the other is, wherever he is, like in his home or somewhere. Oh my God, that was great. <laughs> We're not a great six and six. Ah, hey. We're gone. Ah. Oh man! Well, I don't think the Packers are going to crack our pigskin pecking order here. Let me let me pop this up on the screen here for the YouTube audience, where we we rank the ten best teams in the NFL. We we all three do the exercise and then put the aggregate together here. This is getting tougher, by the way. How many Not of these the teams lost last week? Too? Yeah, like, yeah okay. that's the point. That's one exactly and two. One point. and two are easy, in my opinion. It's it's three through ten that yeah. causes some confusion. <laughs> that's a- yeah. Well, so number one, we we all have the 49ers number one. I think it's a little mixed number two and number three, but the Ravens are number two. Cowboys are third. Hmm. So I have the Cowboys two. You guys have these two flipped. You So you guys have the Ravens two and the Cowboys three, I believe. Sure. And then Eagles are four. Chiefs are five. So those are the top five teams. I'll keep going. We can break this down. Okay. Dolphins are six. After God, the Dolphins blew... With bad. under three minutes to go, blew a two-touchdown lead oh, last night. Bad. And that was a lesson in why you go for two mm-hmm. on the first touchdown when you're down by two scores. The goal isn't to score twice and then extend the game into overtime. The goal is to win the game. Yeah. And the End Titans the did last night. And um, Buffalo Bills up to seventh after not being ranked here two or three weeks ago. Lions down to eight. Browns at nine. And the Jaguars still clinging in the top ten at number ten. So... We're all, we all have the same 10 teams. We all have the same top, like, four-ish, I believe, with a slightly different order. I got the Cowboys number two. But uh, what do you think of these 10 teams, guys? I think I was, uh, if, if I am not mistaken, when I sat down to do this exercise after the two Monday night games, I think I was pretty certain of my seven, like, those seven teams. But yeah. eight, nine, and ten is get complete. It's getting to be a coin flip. Now, Detroit was pretty – Detroit was going to make it, but, like, the Browns and Jaguars, I was like, oh, is this really the best two to put in? And then I surmised, I yes, there were so many teams this weekend that lost, that, like, juggled things up, and the Dolphins definitely dropped because of what happened. Yep. I tried so hard to find a different team to throw in here instead of, like, the Jaguars yeah. or – so did I. I think the Browns the Browns have to be in with what they're doing here now with another quarterback and their defense. But it's like Jaguars, Texans. I guess you could throw the Vikings in, but not yeah. off of if they would have won that game like seventeen to nothing, then I think yeah. we all put we probably all put the Vikings I in. I dropped them. I dropped them I more because too. of that, how bad that was. Yeah, you guys each dropped them. So I, I kept them at fourteenth because I don't know. Some of the exercises like, okay, well, who's gonna be above them? Steelers, like there's yeah, 13 like teams that are seven and six and six and seven. The Vikings sit on top of that. I just that got group. mad and irrationally dropped <laughs> yeah, them. I'm with Chad. Did the same thing. <laughs> you didn't. You guys didn't actually go through I, the exercise no, of like. Okay. No, I just was mad. <laughs> I sent them to their room. I sent them to. I, I put it. them in timeout. 
So I got him 14th. Judd has him 15th. Declan has him 16th here. That's where we got the top 10 teams and the Vikings in our pigskin pecking order. Okay, before we have Judd guess the PFF grades here, uh, let's tell the audience about the official pet and dog food. And that would be Nutrisource. Maya Mackey, always a big, goofy smile on her face. In fact, it's almost time for her to paw at this door and ask her father Papa? for lunch. Her biological father, Papa? that would be me. For, uh, lunch. I call Minnie my son. <laughs> we, well, yeah, but he just said biological, Dad. That's we right. got some questions for you, Mr. <laughs> Mackey. We got some. Um, no comment. Th- that little girl right there, Stella, there is an emergency at my house. We have Uh-oh. to, I have to go as soon as this show is done oh, to no, Chuck yeah. and Don's down the street to get her some treats because she is out of Nutrisaurus treats. And you guys, I'm going to tell you right now, that does not fly in her world. Mm. I'm not sure about the Vinster. Yeah, no, he, uh, he just likes to sit. He knows where the treat, you know, drawer is, if you will. So yeah, he, he's just kind of been trained to once he comes in from outside, like the old Stella move, Judd, of just kind of sitting by the door of, hey, all right, I've entered. I did my business. Yep. Now give me yep. some of those treats, please. Yep. NutrisourcePetFoods.com. That's NutrisourcePetFoods.com to find a Nutrisource retailer near you. Uh, and hey, the holidays are fast approaching and your home is disgusting. Let's be honest. The carpets... Mm-hmm. Well, the dogs, Stains, right? Smells, dogs. I love got, the dogs, but hey. come on, dogs. Yeah, they smell. It's uh, it's a problem that you can fix with zero res. They'll get the job done. They'll clean your entire house, deep clean and carpets, even air ducts. So at zero res, if you ask for the Score North special, you can get three rooms zero resified, starting at just one hundred twenty nine dollars. And this month, get seventy five dollars off when you get your air ducts cleaned as well. That's ZeroResMinnesota.com or 9520Res. Say you want the Score North special. ZeroResMinnesota.com or 9520Res. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero Res. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Judd. Football. Time for you to guess the PFF grades from that 3 nothing glorious football game. On Sunday, uh, okay. Right, we put okay. we put Judd's grizzled veteran football viewing experience and eye test up against Pro Football Focus's scouts. I'm excited for so this. So you one. get three strikes and you're out to guess the six, the three best and three worst offensive players, and we'll draw the line. So Jefferson played only 13 snaps, which seems like a pretty good place to draw the line. We'll say, um, let's say 20 snaps. 20 right. snaps. Guys right. who played at least twenty. Can snaps. I can I start on the defense top three because the offense? Oh, wow. it, I'd rather right start move. on. I, I'd rather start on defense. Sure. No, top three, and then like give you offense bottom three guesses. Like yeah, this and, is and we'll be... go. We'll go. Uh, I'm just trying to see where the draw the line here. We're gonna go 15 snaps because a, a okay. million guys played, and there there are a couple guys that are like. I'm just going to draw the line at 15 snaps, which All probably right. gives you a hint as to like, there's clearly a player that. Well, I was going to say this ton, is oh, the reason why I want uh, to start here though is Ivan Pace Jr. is a lock to be in the top three. He's the number one graded defensive player for the Vikings, 92.9 out of 100. That was not hard. Um, all right, I feel like the safeties. I feel like I saw the safeties quite a bit. I feel like I saw Josh Metellus quite a bit. Josh He's the number two, 89.6. All right. Gets a little tougher now. What did I say, 15 snaps? Yeah. Yeah, you said 15 snaps. Um, 
Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith is incorrect. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm gonna this guy. I don't know that I saw him a lot, but that's a credit. That's a credit. So I'm going to guess this, not because of all these plays I saw, but because of the fact I didn't see him as much as I thought. Makai Blackman. He's been third highest. PFF darling. PFF darling. 83.4 83.4 grade, and he was not targeted on 19 snaps. Hmm. Yeah. Not targeted once. He had two stop tackles, three tackles. Excellent no. in coverage. Yeah. I can see why Devontae is probably very frustrated, but um, still a credit to McCon mm-hmm. Blackman. All right. Now, I, I'd like to jump now to the bottom three on offense. Sure. Oh. Oh. What? Okay. Bottom three I, on I, offense? I'm taking the good and the worst. So I'd like to jump to the bottom three on offense because if I go to the bottom three on defense, I don't think I don't think there were a lot of defensive players who were atrocious. Off the top of my head, I feel like okay, it's we're going to combine these. You're you're creating your own game here, so you you're going to get two remaining strikes to guess the because yes. you're crisscrossing here. Okay. Yep, crisscrossing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yes, twenty I, twenty or more snaps. Yes, because it's three. I believe it's three incorrect guesses just off the top. But anyway, okay. <laughs> Offensively, KJ KJ Osborne was awful. K.J. Osborne, crisscrossing the offense. He was the third lowest graded player, 49.8. Got two strikes left, two players left. We're looking for bottom of the offense here. Blake Brandle. Ooh, he was the fourth worst graded offensive player, 52.7. Damn you, Blake Brandle. Damn you. Okay, what's what's the snap qualification, Phil? 20 or more snaps. Okay. I think I saw this guy drop enough balls that he had to be on the field enough. Jalen Naylor. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to executive decision here. I, th- I didn't think you were going to guess him. So that's why I drew the line at 20 snaps. He was the second worst graded player at 17 snaps. We're going to count that one. Okay. All right. I figured so- it'd be close. It does change the lines here, so now I need... There's two remaining players. Okay. If you guess one of them, you're going to win this round. Okay. You got one... Is it one strike left? Yes. Or no? One, I got one on defense yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. I got, Brandle, I got yeah. one on the... Uh, I got Brandle wrong. Yep. Okay, you see so one, of the last two, one of the last two, and we'll, oh, we'll give you the credit. It's got to be Dobbs. Incredibly, it is not, Josh. What? Josh Dobbs, in fact, was the, among guys that played 15 snaps or more, the, well, the third highest graded player. So there's one for you right there. (laughs) I just gave you a freebie for the next round. Who are the other two highest graded offensive players? He had a 68.5 grade. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say Josh Dobbs was third highest? Yeah. Yeah. It just goes to show how bad the receivers were. He was bad, too, but how bad the offensive line clearly was. Oh, my was. God. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. processing this right now in real time, and I can't believe it. So now I'm going for um, an, another bottom three, or have, have I now? Uh, you So you lost. You've screwed this game up. <laughs> it's super confusing yeah, because the you're game crossing so a co- over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the audience has no idea what we're doing now. But no, I'm conf- I'm confused myself. But I was confused in trying to watch the game. Why did you try to change the game? Now we're all over the place. Yeah, so I... you lost the first round of this. Oh, okay. Brandon, because you, okay. pa- you guessed wrong on Josh Dobbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brandon Powell and uh, let's see here. Josh Oliver were the other two lowest graded offensive. Players. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have got those two guys for sure. Okay, so now we're looking for the top offensive performers, and I'm going to make you guess. Okay. We're, we're taking Dobbs out. Okay. Give okay. me the other three. So, the, so okay. of the top four performers, give okay. me the other three. We'll start clean, and then the bottom is it the bottom defensive performers? Yeah. Right. Yes. Okay. The bottom three defensive performers. Okay. Top okay. of the list, Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison was the highest graded offensive player. Nice game. Justin Jefferson actually was with 13 snaps, but he didn't qualify here. So Madison. Mm -hmm. Okay. Christian Derrissaw. 
Derisaw was fourth, but because we gave you Dobbs, he counts. Okay. 67.8. So I need one more. Yes. And I need one more. Okay. Any wide receivers? No. Um, Johnny Munt wouldn't have qualified. You know what? No, he couldn't have been top three. I, I don't think he did enough. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Man. I'm going to guess. Um, I think I'm going to go with the offensive line. Although. All right. We are saying, sorry, 15 snaps on offense is what I said. Yeah. I, I, if I didn't say Okay. That you know what? Screw it. It's so bad. TJ Hawkinson. Mm-mm. Yeah. Strike All one. Right. Okay. All right. Mm. Garrett Bradbury. Mm, strike two. This is see that this is why it's so tough. Is that the offense has been so bad? I just I don't even know. Okay, so hold on a second. Um, Brian O'Neill. Well, you didn't say that with much authority. Uh-uh. You're getting closer. Okay. Uh, you struck out there. David Quisenberry yep. at oh, 69.8, the starting yeah. left tackle. Well, not yeah. the, I'm sorry, not the starting left tackle. He played uh, He played right tackle in place yep, of Brian O'Neill. Yep. And then I think he got he might have gotten some other snaps too. And but... then Schlotman came in for Reisner for a brief period when Reisner was hurt. Brutal. And then the bottom of the defense, uh, you already struck out here, so we'll give you Sheldon Day, Byron Murphy, and Patrick Jones the second, despite having a pressure and a at least like a half sack or a hurry in this game. Hmm. I might have so got Murphy. Just a brutal, brutal situation here. I might have got Murphy. Yeah, he's pretty safe to guess almost every single week in this game. Yeah. I'd love to know internally what they think of him. Because like they, they ask him to do a lot, so they clearly trust him. Aiden O'Connell was six of eight throwing at Aaron Murphy for 73 yards and 46 yards after the catch with a long of 38. That one, the big, the only big offensive play of the game. Wow. <laughs> was credited to Byron Murphy. So tough. All right. Well, that was an exercise right there. Yeah, that was I, that reflected the game. Like if you missed the game and you're like, man, it sounds like it was bad. You just watched me really, really. Scuttle you kind of like you kind of threw the game plan out there too. You went yeah, rogue, you know what? and then this, you whiffed. This game, like... this game deserved that. This game deserved. <laughs> I paid homage to the game. Oh man! Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us here on this Tuesday edition of Purple Daily. Please click the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel as we climb our way toward fifty thousand subscribers. Hopefully, sometime in two thousand twenty-four. Um, and give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify to help us continue to grow this awesome community of Vikings fans. We will see you guys tomorrow for some Write That Down predictions.